breaking news. We start with football. The details of the memorial service for Ajax Cape Town Cecil Lolo has been made public. According to his agent Grant Nivenhays, the club will be hosting a memorial on Friday evening in Incumba, but there will be a public memorial on Friday morning. Um, Friday morning at 10 um, at the Kimsa Hall in Kailicha. It's a community memorial service, which is, looks like it's going to be very big. Um, people that they grew up with, people that looked after him from a very young age will all be there. Two matches look forward to in the Absa Premiership tonight. Sundowns host Paul Aquane City at the Lucas Moripe Stadium, while Golden Arrows travel to the Orlando Stadium to face Pirates. Kickoff in both of those in an hour from now at 7.30. Capital One Cup action this evening. Two Southampton hosting the mighty Aston Villa. Manchester City face Crystal Palace. Liverpool, who are without striker Christian Benteke, he's picked up a knee injury. They welcome Bournemouth, while Middlesbrough travel to Old Trafford to play at Manchester United. In swimming news, Cameron Funneberg won the men's 50-metre breaststroke ahead of compatriot Giulio Zorzi at the FINA World Cup in Tokyo earlier today. Funneberg, who currently leads the overall rankings, will feature in the 100-meter breaststroke tomorrow along with Zorzi. Zorzi will also swim in the 50-meter free. More signings revealed in the Ram Slam T20. The Knights announced West Indies star Andre Russell has committed to another season with the franchise. There was T20 action in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe today, where Afghanistan won the second T20. They 2-0 up in that series. They won it by five wickets. Springbok coach Heine Kamea is expected to announce his team that will take on Argentina for the third and fourth place playoff. That in half an hour from now as well. And in tennis news, six-time champion Roger Federer is into the Swiss indoor second round. A 6-1, 6-2 win over Mikhail Kukushkin. Petra Kvitova was... Uh, well, she recorded her first win of the round robin stages of the WTA final. She beat Lucy Safarova 7-5-7-5. Gabriel Muguruza brushed aside Angelique Kerber also in the white group 6-4-6-4. She remains unbeaten. And finally, Kenya announcing today that they've scrapped plans to hold Olympic marathon team trials. Instead, they'll be selecting runners based purely on performances in international marathons. One of those to look out for this weekend, the New York Marathon. Don't forget as well, the old Mutual Soweto Marathon taking place. It is marathon season around the world right now. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we chat to one of my childhood heroes, Alan Donald. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And the last couple of days, there's been some big announcements around the Ram Slam T20, particularly from a, a player perspective. Some of the, the franchises picking up big names and, and re-signing players once again. One of those announcements uh, was today as well with the West Indian Andre Russell being re-signed for the night. But uh, they've made another big coup as well and added uh, a big name to their management team. And it's a great pleasure to welcome him onto SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Alan Donald. Alan, welcome onto the program. Nice to catch up. Thanks for having me. Yes, um, I hope I don't lose you. Uh, I'm in the middle of the bush here, driving towards Bloemfontein. <laughs> no worries. Uh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day in um, in Kimberley, but a good exercise. Got two games out of it today, so it was. Yeah, those, those games are always useful. Yeah. Alan, it's gone full circle for you. You, you pretty much started your, your career as a youngster in, in, I don't want to say Bloom, it was Virginia at the time, because that's where, where Free State's home ground was. Does it feel good to be back? Yeah, it's fantastic, really. You know, when I got the call from Johan van Heerden yesterday, and I spoke to him early in the morning, and things happened so quickly. Um, you know, once your heart is always in the free state, your heart always lies where, where you were born, and uh, the, the, you know, the legacies that you've left behind as a cricketer, um, playing in Virginia, Valcom, Bloemfontein, um, you know, and um, 
it's, it's something I'll never forget. You know, you never forget where you where you started your career. And to be part of the management team here at the Knights, uh, where, where I started today with them, is it's something very special. You know, that uh, you know, Nikki Nikki Boyer um, said he wasn't going to be shy in terms of um, getting a, a couple more guys on board his management team. And yeah, I feel I feel very humbled um, to be to be part of it and be part of a month that is going to be very exciting. Yeah, it, it's a it's a wonderful tournament. T20 cricket's obviously a totally different kettle of fish to 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 the 50 over stuff and and particularly the test stuff that that you were, were very well known for. It's it's going to be interesting. And, and you look at players that have been brought in. A guy like Andre Russell. It, it's wonderful that that the game has has gone as global as it has. That there's youngsters growing up in in the free state now playing or, or aspiring to play for the Knights. That that they would have an opportunity to play with someone like like an Andre Russell. Or if if yesterday we were talking about Kieran Pollard, a guy like Kevin. Peterson, it's just great for the game in South Africa, isn't it? Well, it's it's where cricketers learn and and, and tapping into their their wealth of knowledge. Uh, you know, I see it happening in the in the IPL day in and day out. Um, having the likes of AB, Chris Gale, Virat Kohli, um, Mitchell Stark, um, to name just those through three. I mean, those four unbelievable cricketers. To be in the same dressing room as them with the young Indian guys. I mean, what more can you have than than having match winners in your change room. And I think Andre Russell and Kevin Peterson has, has, has really sort of made their, their way on the big stage. Um, obviously, KP is a, is a superstar, and he's gonna, I think he's only going to be playing four games for them. Um, but in those four games, he's be, he'll be looking to, to have a massive impact because he's very, very hungry. Um, he wants to... I, I think he still wants to, to get back in that England side. You know, he's very determined. Um, but... What a guy to have in your change. I mean, there's no doubt. Andre Russell is such an exciting young kid, you know. I, I, I just love what he brings to the game. He was very successful last year for the Knights. Um, he injects it with an uh, enormous amount of passion, and that's, that's exactly what this franchise needs now is, a, is, a, is that sort of passion. And I think uh, hopefully we'll be, we'll be uh, we've thought of that uh, at the end of the Rams fans. Alan, as far as that passion goes, there's also a place for experience, and you bring a lot of it to the table. You mentioned Nicky Boyer as well. What, what, where, where do you see your role with the Knights? I mean, what, do you, what are you hoping to, to bring to the table? Well, really, I'm a consultant, and I'm working with a bowler. That's my role, and, and I think I see it a little bit twofold as well, because um, you know, I'm no, no batting coach. I'll never be a batting coach, but, uh, but I think my, my, from a mental aspect... Um, you know, uh, getting tapping into to youngsters to um, not only from a bowling point of view because I know that this cutthroat form of the game 2020 is, it can be a very emotional affair and and, and uh, just making sure that the guys are motivated, stay motivated, um, and keeping up with their skills and most of all, you know. So um, and and that's how I see my role, you know. So it's a, it's a little bit uh, a little bit of both. As far as the, the sort of time frame, is it is it just for the Rams Slam, or is there is there talk of, of of something possibly longer? Well, I think yes, it's, it's in this in this uh, month block that we've got the Rams Slam now is, is, is uh, and I will be away for a couple of days because uh, I'm with the Cricket All Stars in America next month, uh, leaving on the third of November, back on the fifteenth, and then then I'll fall straight back in with the night. Um, so, I mean, look, uh, this is just out there for now. And, um, you know, if, if you're Antoinette and, and board members and Nikki Boyer see it fit that uh, I can swap in a few more days in terms of 
the, the longer form of the game, then that has always been my biggest passion is test cricket. You know, so it's, it's uh, to be involved in the South African system uh, for this period of time and, and hopefully longer would, would, would really, uh, would, I would love it, obviously, um, and, and seeing if there's some test cricketers out there for the pro tiers as well. Without a doubt. Let, let's talk quickly about the protests. They're in action in India at the moment. Just come off a, a T20 series that they were victorious in, and, a, and, and an unbelievable 50-over uh, series that uh, that just made history this this past weekend. Uh, they're playing some good cricket, aren't they? Fantastic. You know, they um, and, and and I say this again, no disrespect to India. I've always known, uh, I always knew that this protein side that's over there is, is, a, is a is a better side than India. And uh, again, I say it with great deal of respect. Um, and I always knew that there was, there was one game or two games that South Africa were going to get it right completely. And once, you know, once again, I think the top order have just shown if they, if they, they bat like they did in that last game, they set it up for the freak, which is A.B. de Villiers to come in and, and does what he does. Um, you're going to win more games than you're going to lose. So, you know, I'm just very chuffed that the first South African side that's gone out there and, and win, win a, ser- a series in their backyard. That's two out of two, and and uh, so far, so uh, for the 2020s and the 50 overs. So now it's now it's going to be a, an exciting challenge to watch. Uh, if South Africa can can compete India in four Test matches, there, that's going to be really exciting. How excited are you about uh, the prospect of of Kahisa Rabada and and how he's burst onto the international scene and just put his hand up? He he seems as cool as a cucumber when the pressure's on. I can't stop talking enough about him. Um, I really can't. Um, he's a coach's dream. He brings a, nat- a natural enthusiasm. He's got great skill. He, there's no way you're going to mess around with his action. It's nice and clean. He's going to get quicker. Um, that's my prediction. He's going to bowl quicker. He's still growing. He's only 21. Something ridiculous. And um, he just brings so much energy to the group um, without being, you know, being told what to do. And I think that is a great, great asset. And you see a... Uh, you see a, a natural ball star, a natural born star in the making, and it's just how how he's handled from here on in, you know, because he's he's young. I know he's enthusiastic and he wants to bowl a lot, but there's going to come a time where we need to just rein him back a little bit so we can get the best out of him. Super exciting for South African cricket. What a prospect. And, uh, yeah, you can spot them a mile away. When uh, a player's got it, he's got it. And Kahisa Rabada definitely has it. Alan Donald, been amazing catching up. Congratulations on the appointment once again. And best of luck for, for the Rand Slam season and uh, and beyond. Thank you very much. I look forward to Sunday and Cape Town. It should be fun. Ah, the joys of daydreaming. Imagining yourself in another country far, far away. Stop dreaming because SAA's worldwide sale is the sale to end all sales. Book from 27 October to 3 November 2015 for incredible fares and avoid the holiday rush with a blissful January getaway to destinations like Perth, London, Sao Paulo and many more. Visit flysa.com for more info or to book your flight. T's and C's apply. South African Airways, bringing the world to Africa, taking Africa to the world. Don't forget to tune into the health update tomorrow at 5 past 11. Proudly brought to you by MediClinic, expertise you can trust. Every weekend, SAFM brings you the people at the center of the stories. We give you a clear perspective on national and international events. Find out how on Weekend AM Live from 6 every Saturday and Sunday morning. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SAFM Sports Wrap. 
Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. And uh, it's been an interesting week on the hockey front for both the South African men's and ladies' team. They are all in action uh, at the Randburg Sports Grounds, the Astro uh, in Johannesburg. And it's a great pleasure to welcome the head coach of the men's team, Fabian Gregory, onto SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. Fabian, nice to catch up once again. Are you well? I'm good, uh Thanks for having me on the show. It's been a while. It has, Fabian, and, and I've been wanting to chat to you pretty much all week because I've been following the results. Uh, obviously, some great hockey being played on South African soil once again. Great that the South African team is back in action. Uh, it's all part of uh, the Africa Hockey Championships uh, brought to you by Greenfields that's taking place, and it's been a pretty good week for, for Team SA this week. Yeah, in total for both men and ladies teams, it's been a really good week so far. Um, uh, all the results have been pretty much uh, one-sided, and teams have performed well and scored a hell of a lot of goals so far. So it builds well for the weekend as well, which will probably be semifinals and, and hopefully finals and uh, hopefully a win for the men. And the ladies, hopefully, to lift the trophy as well on the Sunday. Fabian, before we get into the weekend's action, I know the, the men's team playing Namibia tomorrow evening, but let's just talk about this, this championship and what's at stake. I mean, you talk about the one-sided results. There were, there were a, a few rugby scores uh, in, there, in there this week. But, but what's at stake for, for the SA men's team at the moment? Obviously, Rio 2016 is, is the, 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 I don't want to say long-term goal because it's next year, but that's the, the big immediate thing that you guys are chasing. What, what does this week mean in the greater scheme of things? Yeah, I think for this week, the, the primary goal is that we want to win this event because um, in FIH terms, it means that we get an Olympic, we win an Olympic berth for, for Rio next year. Um, that's the first prize. And then the second prize is that we also get an opportunity to grow new players um, in the group and, and more importantly, um, just make sure that we maintain our, our stranglehold on Africa as the, as the, 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 the continental champions. You've had a, a couple of tough encounters in, in the past. You look at the score lines on this one. I mean, they are very, very one-sided. Besides winning this, this, this week and, and this tournament, what are you hoping to, to get out of, of the team from a, from a looking ahead to the future perspective? Yeah, I think just if I go back to your point about the lopsided scores, the two, the two score lines that you may be referring to is the one, and both those teams, Tanzania and Botswana, are playing at the event for the first time. So it's the first time that they've actually entered the African Championship. So um, coming in for the first time, you're playing against teams that are higher ranked and have a bigger and, and, and a bigger base of players and also a better program. And obviously the scorelines are going to be reflected in, 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 in that lack of experience. But for us, I think the key thing for us is that we want to try and implement some of the, the processes that we've done in the past, and I go back to to February and March where we had a, quite a lot of activity and we had a big lull in our program. So now it's a bit of continuity in making sure that the consistency levels have been um, are good and more importantly that some of the things that didn't go well in March we tried to correct now. I think one of the criticisms for, the, for, this, for this team has been our inconsistency in scoring goals in tight matches, that's field goals in the tight matches and also our finishing in the nine line and in a consistency from our penalty corner defense which we started really well, and I'm quite chuffed that we've we've scored so many goals from from field goals. And then we have a new flicker um, in Matt Guys Brown, who's been exceptional so far. I think at the moment he's on a strike rate of 85% scoring rate from penalty corner attack, which has been fantastic. I don't think it's our penalty corner ratio has ever been that high, so it's good good for Matt as well. And then <clears throat> on the defense side, we've, it's been a bit of our Achilles heel that we always can see penalty corner goals, and so far. Um, the boys have done a really superb job, and I think they're priding themselves. They're actually calling it the, 
every time we don't concede a penalty corner and every time we don't concede a penalty corner goal, it's a clean sheet in their books. So defensively, the guys have really been focused on what they're supposed to be doing. Fabian, it was also interesting to see today that, uh, I don't know if it was the entire squad, but uh, some of the squad were, were out at, at a local school just uh, sort of spreading the love of, of hockey. Is, is that something you, you, you really impart on, on the lads, that they, they need to just get out there and give something back to the game? Yeah, I'd like to take credit for that, but unfortunately it's not me. I've been sitting, I've sitting, been sitting behind a computer for the last few days. I think uh, the person that deserves the credit for this is is our new captain, uh, Tim Drummond, who's been a breath of fresh air as a captain and brings an enormous amount of experience and fantastic leadership qualities. And he's one of those guys that the players will bend over backwards for. He's come up with this, with, with this um, idea that we, we need to be putting a little bit more back and we're getting a lot out of it. Um, and the players have bought into it and he's driven this with the assistance of some of the senior players. And today was a fantastic effort on their part. And then they came back and they showed me the video clips. I said, wow, this is a really fantastic effort, and he's driven it in that we're going to be doing a lot more of this whenever we get together and even gone one step further and challenged some of the provincial players to go back into their respective provinces and start the same initiative, which I think um, they need to be commended for. I love it. I think it's a, a fabulous, fabulous idea. And, and you mentioned the, the breath of fresh air. How, how important is it to, to attack sort of old problems with, with new thinking? O- often you, you, you do the same old, same old and expect different results and they don't come. Coming in with, with a new captain, new ideas, uh, the, the team after a bit of a break, they must be feeling good and, and, and confident. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Tim, one thing Tim really does is he drives the group in a very different way. Um, compared to, to Austin as a, as a leader. And then I think the, the younger players truly appealed to Tim. Um, and he's, and they've really gone, gone out of their way to, to make sure that their levels from a playing perspective has been really good and consistent. Um, and Tim just brings a, a, the leadership aspect to it is, is incredible because he comes with very different ideas and he's not, he's, he takes initiative and it's, it's really good. But I don't, I'm not always has to be, I don't always have to be the one that drives the process. It's his team after all because he, it's, he takes responsibility for what the group does and he drives them. So I'm really chuffed for Tim and also for, for a young man to be captaining, captaining the team at such a, such a relatively young age as well. It shows immense maturity. Let's look ahead briefly tomorrow. Big clash against Namibia heading into the weekend. What time does that start? And I'm sure you'd, you'd appreciate as much local support in, in Randburg as possible. Yeah, I must say we started off really well and the support at Randburg has been fantastic from from the Gauteng province. And also we've had we've been fortunate enough to have quite a lot of family members from some of the guys from all over the country have come up and, and actually watched. But the crowds have been fantastic. And that's one of the reasons why it's pleasing to see the level of performance that the group brings, but also I see individuals raising their own level, which has been fantastic. And I can guarantee um, the local public that if you're the man in the street and you don't know much about hockey, there's an exciting brand of hockey being played, and you'd be a proud South African supporter if you come in and, and, and watch. I love it. What time, what time does it start tomorrow night, Fabian? 7 o'clock start. Fantastic. Get down there, Randberg Astro. It's going to be a fantastic evening of hockey. Best of luck for that clash and the rest of the weekend, and hopefully that Rio 2016 uh, berth is, is yours. Thank you so much, Brad. Thanks for the support, and thanks for having me on the show. Have a great evening. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, we've just heard from the men's coach. Now time to shift our focus to the ladies' coach. Uh, they're also taking part in the Greenfields uh, Africa Hockey Championship. Sheldon Rossman, Sheldon, welcome onto SAFM Sports Trap. It's been a while. Nice to chat again. Are you well? 
Yeah, I know. Fun makes yourself bread. Excellent, excellent. Well, there's so much hockey happening uh, in Randburg at the moment, and uh, the SA women's hockey side off to a pretty good start this week as well with lots at stake. Yeah, I think um, we wanted to make sure that we had a good start to the event. Uh, it was very important for us. Um, first game went quite well, uh, um, you know, going 15 up. Um, we obviously have a few more games coming up this week, so making sure that our focus is correct for the next games coming up and, and, and securing ourselves a good position, uh, you know, leading up to the end of the week. Yeah, it is still early days. Lots of hockey still to be played. You, you mentioned a, a good start, is it? With a scoreline like that, where you, you, you talk about being 15 up, I mean, is it difficult to keep uh, the team's feet on the ground and, and sort of head in the right place when, when, when goals are just flowing? Is it, is it easy to become overconfident? Yeah, I think I think it is. Uh, you know, the shift changes quite often from the team process to an individual process, where they're wanting to try and score, or, uh, you know, run lines uh, and run through teams to, to try and score. So it's very important to try and keep them focused on that. Uh, we are often busy making sure that we have um, captains within our lines that, that keep them in check. Um, every time that we get into a halftime talk, it's it's making sure that we're checking that checklist and, and making sure that our uh, objectives are met and obviously making sure that we can stay consistent through the game and, and not uh, not drift off. Uh, beat Zimbabwe 6-0 yesterday. I mean, looking at, at that scoreline, it looks comfortable enough. Were, were there areas that you were concerned about where we need to work on? Well, I think um, the opposition have, have um, had a look at playing uh, differently against us. So they're, they're loading the circle quite heavily. Um, so it, it can become frustration, fr- frustrating at times and, and um, you know, to be able to stay composed and, and keep working it and making sure that we, we're hitting certain areas and zones is important for us. Um, but I think, um, yeah, we were happy with the results, um, happy with the way that we played against that structure um, and obviously many things to, to learn from still going forward. So we, we're happy with where we are at the moment. Um, obviously, wanting to still strive better and better every day. So that's that's what we're busy with each day. As we mentioned to to Fabian as well, lots at stake this week. Rio 2016 uh, is looming. It seems like we've been chatting about it for so long for the last four years. It it seemed like it was so far away, but it's in reality that this is it. Uh, I mean, this is what you need to do to get there. Is, is that sort of foremost in your mind, front and centre, or is it, you know what, we need to win the next game and, and if we take care of the, the, the individual results, uh, we'll, we'll get to Rio? Yeah, I think we've we've looked at it as a as a process. Um, so each game, we've we've made sure that we, we're staying focused on each game. Um, that will hopefully, you know, at the end of the event, result in us, us winning the event. So, you know, that's our objective, essentially what we want to achieve. And that would mean that we would have the possibility and a shot at, at Rio. So, you know, for us, we've, we've kind of put it in the back of our minds, uh, making sure that we have a clear focus each game and, and uh, as we go through the week to grow and get better and stronger. Sheldon, as far as, I mean, also just, just putting players in, in the experience of, of competitive matches, are, are, you, are you pretty comfortable with, with the way the squad is at the moment with, with the blend of youth and experience? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, this is a, a good opportunity to bring some youngsters in to, to experience, um, an African tournament. It's, it's different in terms of, you know, the style of hockey that gets played compared to the structured hockey that we play overseas. So it, it has its different challenges and it, it's, it's a good experience, you know, for, for the youngsters to come in and understand because a lot of it has to do with self frustration. 
you know, and self-focus on, on how to, you know, cope with things and things like that. So I think a big learning curve for some of those players, and I think the balance for sure is, is quite well balanced. Yeah. And, you know, looking at the squad, we've, we've made sure that we've kept a lot of senior players with, with good experience and obviously the youngsters that have come in to learn from them and, and, and carry that experience over. Looking, looking ahead to, to the rest of the week and, and what's in store, where, where do you think your biggest challenge is going to lie? Yeah, I think our, our next game up against Kenya and our next game against Ghana um, on, on Sunday will be um, a good challenge. Um, you know, so we, we realize that those two teams uh, we, we need to compete well against um, and, and by no means will it uh, be easy. You know, sport is sport and uh, you've got to stay focused and make sure that you, you have everything in alignment on that day. You guys get to travel a hell of a lot and, and, and play in various parts of the world. How How's it been playing back in Randburg in front of a South African crowd and, and by all accounts, a, a very vocal and, and supportive South African crowd? No, it's been amazing. Uh, you know, it's, it's been great for the crowd to come out and support us and, and you know, the amount of people that have, have been here to watch both men and women's games has just been spectacular. Um, it's at moments uh, when the crowd is shouting behind you, it's, it's quite chilling and motivating. So it's it's, it's quite uh, quite an experience. Well, Salva, please pass on our best to the entire squad. We'll be uh, following it closely as uh, as it progresses and, and heads towards the culmination uh, this weekend. We look forward to to seeing some more positive results. Best of luck and uh, yeah, congratulations on what you've achieved so far. Well, thank you very much, Brad, and thanks for your guys' support. Appreciate it. The State Information Technology Agency, CETA, is launching the inaugural ICT Public Service Awards, which recognize organizations and individuals who have promoted innovation, shown leadership, provided excellence in public service delivery, and transformed government IT operations through the effective use of technology. Proudly hosted by CETA and sponsored by Telcom and Dimension Data. For more information on how to enter, go to govtech.co.za. The Road Traffic Infringement Agency hosts the inaugural Arto Roundtable Discussions themed Road Users' Rights and Responsibilities at the Birchwood Hotel, Boxburg on the 29th of October 2015 from 10am. The discussions will focus on motorist rights and responsibilities under the Administrative Adjudication of Road Traffic Offences Act, Arto, as well as the soon-to-be nationally rolled-out points of demerit system. Through this legislation, government aims to change delinquency amongst road users. If you're interested in joining the discussion, RA VP your attendance by sending an email to Martha Mabuta at rtia.co.za or call 087-285-8910. This message is brought to you by the Road Traffic Infringement Agency. Join me, Seekim Kabateli, weekdays on Market Update with MoneyWeb, where we discuss how the economy and business affect you and your wallet. That's Market Update with MoneyWeb, weekdays at 6 p.m. on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SAFM Sports Wrap. Don't forget you can be in touch. SMS us 34701. Those SMSs charge at one rand. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, tomorrow the Turkish Airlines Open gets underway and uh, Nick Dye is in Turkey already. He caught up with Thomas Aitken today and Thomas Aitken came pretty close to not making it to the tournament this week. He had a bit of a, a passport issue. It's uh, quite a funny story. Nick caught up with him ahead of uh, tomorrow's tee off. Always nice to be back here, Nick. Uh, it's the third time for us. Uh, um, great golf course, fantastic hotel at the Max Royal, and um, you know, for those of you that haven't been to Turkey, it's uh, surprisingly one of the most beautiful places I've been to in the world. Uh, you've got a beautiful coastline here on the Mediterranean and in Antalya, 
and um, the hospitality and the service industry here is phenomenal. So uh, we always enjoy our time here, and it's a, a week we uh, look forward to coming to. And you have your wife in your bag once again, which adds to the holiday feeling, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she probably calls it punishment, but yeah. <laughs> this part of the world looks very much like Portugal, down on the Algarve in many ways with the way the trees are, but you had a story to tell, didn't you, in Portugal? <laughs> yeah, we're... Uh, we almost got stuck in Portugal for a while. Um, I, I had to send uh, send my passport off to get a visa for China that week, and um, it didn't arrive back on time. And, and my other passport has had expired, which I'd sent in to get renewed. And um, unfortunately, it didn't get back to me quite uh, on time to leave Portugal. So I had to go to the the, the British consulate in Porto Maia to get a new passport uh, or a temporary one, per se. And um, they gave me a really fast, they were unbelievable. Only problem is um, they didn't put my name in it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I got to the airline desk to check in with my wife, and uh, they said, um, you haven't got a ticket for this flight. I said, what are you talking about? There's my wife's ticket. I'm seated next to her. She goes, no, no, uh, Mr. Aiken has not got a ticket for this flight. Mr. Edward has got a ticket, however, I'm sorry, Mr. Edward hasn't got a ticket, but Mr. Aiken does. So I said, well, I'm Mr. Aiken. So they go, that's not what your passport says. So I said, what are you talking about? So I looked at the passport, and uh, cheers, Bob, they, they'd put my name as Thomas Edward, <laughs> as opposed to Thomas Aiken. So, uh, yeah, we, we were stuck in Portugal for a few days after that, trying to get a new temporary passport, which we eventually got, uh, and then eventually got our, our real one back when we got to London. So, uh all is, all is forgotten, but uh, it, it could have been a disaster had we been playing the next week, but fortunately, but fortunately enough, we, we weren't. I was more concerned we were going to miss the rugby, though. <laughs> SAFM Sports Rap. What a fabulous story from Tom and Aiken, uh, Thomas Aiken. We'll have news from that Turkish Airlines Open tomorrow here on SAFM. That's it for SAFM Sports Rap this evening. The Lady Maleo is up next with the talk shop on the other side of 7 o'clock. Don't forget, you can be in touch. Uh, SMS 34701. SMS to charge you one rand. You can also find us on Facebook. We'll have uh, some more sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live. Make sure you tune in then from myself, Brad Brown. Have yourself a brilliant evening. It is 7 o'clock, and here's Great Coast with your news.